Hi, I'm your host, Karina Gantis, and you're listening to a special edition of Behind the Pen for the NAPOD POMO National Podcast Post Month. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Behind the Pen. I'm your host, Karina Gantis. I'm an award-winning author of 14 books. I'm also an award-winning filmmaker. I run Author Assist, which helps authors with marketing promotion, everything from brainstorming an idea right through to marketing the final product. I'm a booktuber, YouTuber, a podcaster. I do a bit of everything. Today, my guest is Michelle McKenzie, all the way from the UK. And I'm loving my UK guests because it makes me feel really homely. Welcome to the show, Michelle. Hello, thank you for having me. Oh, it's great to have you. And I love the accent. Michelle's from Essex, and they have a lovely uh, accent from Essex. So, behind the pen is for anyone who holds a pen. You could be an illustrator, a writer, a tattooist, a musician, uh, editor, anybody who holds a pen. So, my first question, is always to my guests and to you, Michelle. What do you use your pen for? Well, mostly for writing, but I do a little bit of editing as well. So and I like writing. When we're talking writing, we're talking fiction and publishing yeah. books. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, what sort fiction. of uh, science fiction did you say? Oh, no, um, mostly crime thrillers. Oh wow! And mystery. I'm working on a thriller at the moment, and a children's book as well at the minute. And you do children's books like, as well. So you're a bit yeah. of a prolific author. You're a bit of a like to change your genres. I love that. I'm, yeah. I'm the same. I, I write in every single genre, and I make up my own genres as well. <laughs> No, no you writing and don't you? You need to mix it up a little bit. Yeah, you do, you do. Yeah, I mean, nothing, nothing is science fiction. Nothing is thriller anymore. It's it's always thriller mm. with a subgenre. So, yeah. um, how many books do you have published right now? Uh, I'm on ten. Hey, um, I'm catching editing, me up. <laughs> editing another four. <laughs> Edit it. So you've got four in the thing. oven, but you've got yeah. ten. So you will be catching yeah. me up. Um, so the, the ten that are published now are they self-published or are they contracted? Yeah, self-published. Excellent. Self-published. How, how are you going with them? How are they doing? Um, not too bad. I get <laughs> a few sales here and there. Not massive sales. Unfortunately, <laughs> it, it depends, of course, how uh, much how many promotion. Yeah, when you yeah. when you buy yourself, when you self publishing your own book, it's up to you to do the marketing and promotion. And if you haven't got time yeah. to do it, people don't know who you are. People don't know your books, and that's what takes yeah. time: is getting it out there, letting them see the cover, letting them see the blurb, and and then just see you and and coming mm. on places like this doing podcasts and radio shows you'll find a new market of readers that you wouldn't yeah. have been able to get to before via social media so um so the more 
podcasts and radio shows you can sign up for the better that is for you for your book promotion let's um start from a little way back mm. how old were you and what was your first thing ever published where you could then call yourself a published writer uh, i was 21 and my daughter just turned six months old and i I was telling my friends and family, you know, that I'm going to write a book, I want to write a book, and I'm going to publish the book. And they all turned around, laughed at me, and then said, no, don't be silly. You can't write a book or have a career before your daughter's one. So I went, watch me. <laughs> so I wrote my first thriller um, called Town Takeover, and I got it written in six weeks. Wow. And so you're an editor anyway, so um, you didn't need to hire an editor for that. Really? Uh, Back what, then. Uh, formatting. Yeah. yeah, see, back then I was really new, and I had this naive idea that an edit <laughs> was a... Uh, a spell check. <laughs> of course, now I know so much better. I know that is not what it is. <laughs> no, I mean, you can't buy our people. It's fine. That tragic book. Yeah, it was a. Uh, it was published, but I've taken it down since. It's uh, like cringe. You just do. Yeah, you do. The more you write, the more you learn. Um, the more you um, get better at writing. But before any book comes out, any any authors that are listening now, uh, debut authors or authors that haven't published yet, you need to make so sure your manuscript is polished. That means a professional editor, a professional formatter, a professional yep. cover. They are the three really important ingredients that you need to have with your book before it gets published. Your book has one chance and if it's not ready and the reviewers <laughs> will uh, let you know that it's not ready, then of course you've got bad reviews, you take the book down, you have to rewrite it, you have to give it a new title, a new cover, and then try again. But uh, hopefully yeah. you don't make a mistake at the beginning because mm -hmm. I did the same 20, I was 20 when I had my first book published, so, I did the same. I made the mistake of going with the Vanity Press and I was uh, burned pretty badly. So uh, that's another thing, people. Stay away from them. They're like uh, yeah. uh, uh, creatures of the night and they suck the blood yeah, of authors. They, they just, um, they know how much authors want to be published and they take that and they uh, run with it and of course you're all excited and they get you all excited and then you get either your books don't show up that you paid for or you pay a lot of money to get it published when of course you shouldn't yeah. pay anything to get your book published so there are who, some payment run. <laughs> yeah yeah right exactly who are you um who did you um, publish and distribute your books with? 
Uh, I was I did it through KDP. I tried Lulu.com yeah. as well, but the printing and delivery to like bring the books <laughs> cross country was very pricey. So I'm just keeping to Amazon. Right. Let me tell you something. I've been with Lulu for over 10 years and every time I order books, you go to coupons and you, you type in coupons for Lulu and you'll get free shipping yeah. or you'll get 50% off shipping. There are coupons everywhere for Lulu. So oh, just keep I that in mind if that. you <laughs> keep that in mind if you ever go back because I think the standard of Lulu books are fantastic. I've never had any non-deliveries. I've had amazing after sales with the assistance mm. of Lulu. And I've been with them, like I said, uh, 10, 15 years now. So um, I really do advise them. I do advise them for, for printing. But again, before you uh, pay anything, you type in coupons in Google mm. and you'll see what's available. <laughs> yeah, always, always, <laughs> every time. Yeah, I mean, every, every time I order, always straight away look for the coupons. So... Mm. You're with the KDP. Does that mean you're with Kindle Unlimited or do you not use that? No, I don't use Kindle Unlimited. Um, I'm trying to get it wide. So uh, I've just put up a book on PayHip. All right, I, okay. I spoke about earlier. I've got no idea if it's any good, but there is one. Right. <laughs> here's here's <laughs> my advice to you, Okay. Go with draft to digital. Draft to digital, then go with about 15 different outlets, including mm -hmm. Apple, Google Play, Kobo, Barnes & Noble. It is free to upload a book. It takes five minutes, if that. They do all the formatting when you put a manuscript up mm -hmm. um, as a already formatted ebook. Um, they will then um, take it. They have these beautiful page designs that go with every different genre. You don't have to use no. them, but it makes the book mm. look so pretty inside. The thriller ones, I think they have the footsteps across the page, the thriller ones. Awesome. So it's really good to have a look at. And once you've got it uploaded, you then can download the EPUB, the Mobi, mm. and the PDF from them. At the same time, yeah. at the same time, at the same time, as soon as you put your manuscript up, they're formatted. You've decided what style you want. It goes ahead. Then you've got those three to download straight away. Um, it takes roughly about a week for the first um, book to hit one of the shops, which is normally Barnes and Noble and Kobo which is the first two to get the book, cool. uh, the e-book. Uh, and again, it costs nothing. You get the free ISBN number. Um, all you need to pay for is a proof copy for yourself. Um, nice. The best thing about this is you can still have Amazon with um, uh, draft to digital But as you've already published with Amazon, um, you're going to have two separate ones because yeah. if you went with draft to digital then one of the outlets would have been amazon 
So you don't add Amazon onto Drive to Digital now because you're already on there. Yeah. So you leave that one off. But all the other outlets, you click and you say yes, 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 yes to. Um, oh, you have, of course, you have the, the um, it's up to you how much you sell your book for. Um, they will tell you how much um, commission and with whatever distribution or whatever, how much they're charging. So they'll have a set price and then you'll put your commission, your royalty on top. And that will be the price that will be on every single shop. And you can change that anytime. Um, the best thing about draft to digital and I've got all my books on there as well and have done for all these years is that you get one um, link and that one link mm. that you're promoting takes them to this book page that has all the links to all the oh, outlets. Cool. So you don't have to go to like different sites to try and find it. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. I'll have to look into that. I'll, um, like, I'll talk um, to you more about that after the show. Yeah. yeah. If you're going to yeah. go wide, you go with draft to digital. You stay, of course, with Amazon, um, but you give the readers a choice so they don't mm. have to buy at Amazon. They can buy somewhere else. So 20, when you got your first book published um, and then you took it off because you realised it wasn't ready. Um, what about your, your second, third book? Are they thrillers as well? Um, um, the second book was my first crime fiction attempt. I'm pretty sure, I think I still may have it up there. I'll have to have a look. Um, called Deadline. Um, <laughs> What's that, that about? I wrote that one. Um, it's about, if I remember right, <laughs> um, it's about an author who was writing a non-fiction book and mm -hmm. he was giving out information about his past and somebody wanted him to be um to not let the sales come through and um because it's got people's secrets in it <laughs> so, um, okay okay <laughs> they always say especially with your first book write about what you know so how hmm. much of michelle is in her books um there's every little bit every book i've written has a little bit of me in it um mostly like the the murder scenes <laughs> i get very creative <laughs> but i mean deadline is I believe, deadline i believe i killed a character through a massive dose of coffee straight to the veins nice <laughs> made a heart caffeine, caffeine injection yeah <laughs> makes the heart work faster and then they have a heart attack cool I like I like killing off my characters. I did a a, um, a young adult supernatural thriller, and it was very mm -hmm. biographical. Apart from the supernatural and the murder, it was to do with me being bullied through my schooling. But you see, I got my own back because when you're a writer, you don't piss off a writer because you no. suddenly become a character in their book, and you get. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned that. That is the yeah. book I am writing this minute. This is what I'm doing for Nano. And I'm about 17,000 words into it. And that's about um, about being bullied at school as well. Were you, <laughs> is, that, is that you or is that 
made up? Is that fiction? I, I was I was bullied horrendously through school. So yeah. this is definitely a, a revenge story. Yeah, it's um I tell you it's very it's very therapeutic. It's hard to go back to that place. Um, yeah. to the darkness and to relive everything but it is therapeutic writing it down and you also need to remember that there's so many people that have been through what we've been through yeah. and okay then we're not going out really and killing off our bullies but it's good closure for us to do that <laughs> um, but what we're doing is we're getting a conclusion and we're closing that chapter yeah by by writing it down by getting it out we're closing that chapter so um we have a lot in common you and me we do so um so you've done your crime thrillers and you've done your thriller and yeah let's talk about the children's book where did that where did the inspiration come from why did you want to write one well i've got three kids so um... <laughs> So I thought, well, all my uh, my daughter, my eldest daughter, is asking to read. Been asking to read my books, but they're a little bit How old too are adult. How old is she? <laughs> She's twelve. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, I'll yeah, write mine's... a children's book, then she can read it. Yeah, mine's mine's twelve. Alexa's twelve. Um, she's read some short stories that I've done. Um. Uh, maybe supernatural and, and some mm. twists to it. And they're flash fiction, so they're like one or two pages. So they're, they're no. not hard to read. And I, I'd let her do that, but my other novels, not yet. No, not quite. <laughs> my other daughter, she's, she's, she's 18, so she can read all of my stuff, including yeah. the one that I've just published, which... Uh, um, Oh, no, I wouldn't even want her to read it when she was 18. Um, not because not because I'm embarrassed about the content. Um, I just wouldn't want her reading that kind of book at her age. I don't know, it's strange. Mm. But it's an 18-plus book and it's an adult book and she's at that age now, so if she wants to go out and uh, get it and read her mummy's book, then that's fine. So what is the children's book about? Well, at the moment, the title's called Bully's Best Friend. And it's about um, two schoolboys, the best mates. One of them is like the class clown, but um, a bit of a comedy kind of. But he's learning boundaries of like what's funny and what's over the line. Mm -hmm. Whereas his best friend who's on the other side of like the popularity scale, who's really shy, really timid, and very unpopular. So like, so like Bully's best friend sort of thing. And they work out there, um, like their issues, they're like getting confidence and finding the boundaries with each other and with that's, other people. That's a, that's a beautiful, beautiful story to write about uh, for the kids to learn um, hopefully they're not bullied but to learn uh, what happens what can happen and how to um get through it and yeah. and uh, why, what, what happens behind closed doors like why they yeah. behave that way yeah you know, so it's like gives them a little bit of thing that it's not it's not always what you see 
are you um doing illustrations with it or is it just uh, going to be um, straight to textbook straight textbook i think for the minute <laughs> for for t yeah. what's the age you're going for um between the uh, ages from like seven to twelve mm. or seven to so i don't want it to be like so that so slightly older children can read it without feeling like you know it, it's a junior school book <laughs> yeah yeah i i know you like middle middle school age yeah we're just thinking of the uk type of school uh, it's different over in the us so and it's different over here in greece as well they have different uh they have their high school and then they have the high school and i'm like what do you mean she's going to high school but she's not in the high school yet like, yeah, like, like lower high school, and higher high school. no <laughs> Just out of time, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so um what are you working on right now? You I mean you you your children's book isn't published, so you've got that to no, finish. No, yeah, that's being that's in the early stages of being written. Mm -hmm. Um the book I'm writing at the minute is called Unleashed. It's a book one of a new series that I'm writing called uh, The Dark Queen. And start going to a school reunion, and like, and she gets bullied, which triggers like a, Carrie. Like a split personality kind of thing, and that Carrie, darker side. That sounds of like Carrie. You know, hmm? Carrie, Stephen King's Carrie. I've not read it. I've heard of it, but I've not read it. You've got to see the film. Oh my god. Her mother is super religious and is is very abusive to her. And uh, she doesn't know about periods. She doesn't know about growing up. Um, mm. Periods are apparently, when, when she gets hers, it's apparently a sin. And she gets into big trouble with her mum because she started her periods. Mm. That's how bad her mum is. But she's not popular at school. Um, she's not mm. over pretty. She's not. Um, she's she's one of those that keeps her hair the hair down on the face, keeps her head down, keeps out of trouble. And um, there's a uh, prom, and they have uh, pig's blood, and they set her up to win the prom queen. Uh, one of the um, the girlfriend of one of the um, high school you know, big boys, um, yeah. she tells him to ask her out. So he starts being friendly with her and finally she mm. agrees and it's a teacher that actually pushes her into going to prom with him. And Ooh. when she's got the crown on and the pig blood falls on her, that's when everything just turns. She gets, She goes into like a possession where she just kills everyone and sets fire to the place and and yeah so it sounds very very similar and I'm surprised you haven't seen Carrie because yeah, it I sounds it. gosh yes oh. it's Stephen King it's a really one. old film it's a really old film oh, yeah yeah it sounds very very similar but then I mean there's so many there's only so many subjects you can go through when it comes to books, you know, you're bound to 
mm -hmm. um, do something similar that another author's done or um, yeah. a film that sounds similar. Um, but Carrie, you've got to watch Carrie. But you're you you're actually you're working on that now, yeah. And you said it's yeah. going to be a, a a series. How many books do you think? Yeah, that's six books. I reckon wow. so far. Yes, um, I've already got the ending in my head, so I yeah. know how it's going to end. Yeah, it's gonna, just a middle bit to yeah. fill in. <laughs> yeah, so it'd be like a sort of a like cliffhanger. It's like. Is she dead? Isn't she? But now you know that there's a sequel. You know that she's going to come back at some point. <laughs> you know, somehow, you know, something will happen to bring her back. You know, but um, but at the end, you're like, there's the question, you know, of is she gone? Is this it? Sort of thing. And it's like, no. <laughs> she's <So> not dead. <laughs> have you done one book already? Have, are you through or are you still writing yeah, the first I'm one? I'm still writing it. I'm still writing it. I'm about 17,000 words in. Oh, this is the um, one, sorry. This is the one you're doing on NaNoWriMo. Yeah. What's your What's your goal to get up to by the end of the month? Uh, 60,000. Mm -hmm. That's a good size book. Yeah. It's about what I normally do on my... Yeah, I can't do NaNoWriMo because I'm doing uh, NAPOD POMO instead, which is one podcast every day through the month nice. of November. <laughs> yeah, quite a challenge when you're releasing a book at the same time. Oh, dear. Oh, well, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, it's going really well. This is 10th day now and everything's gone to plan. And it's actually bringing in um, new listeners, which when your episode comes out, you'll be promoting it on your page. So people will want to go and listen. And, and, and that way it's uh, bringing in more listeners to the podcast. So uh, I'm glad I took the challenge up. Uh, it was, um, I know some people don't, didn't do what I did. I filled up my diary before November started. So I knew exactly yeah. who was coming on, who was being uploaded, who was being filmed. And there's other people that are doing like 10, 15 minutes or five minutes or seven minutes. And that's their podcast. And I'm like, you're cheating. You can't do podcasts for seven minutes. No, that's cheating. There's a trailer. Now where's the rest of it? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh, you go on and you, you get your thoughts out for the day and stuff like that. And mm. that's fair enough. If you don't have guests on, if it's not yeah. one of those podcasts where you actually chat with other people, but you talk about um, stuff uh, that uh, people are interested in and uh, um, the environment and the COVID and what have you. Yeah. I think that's what a lot of the podcasts are. So talking about podcasts, I mean, how many... Have you been on any apart from mine? Have well, you been on? First one. Oh, I had a feeling. Time. I had a feeling. <laughs> now that you've done it, um, and hopefully you feel really comfortable because that's what I try to do to make yeah. it like we've been chatting for forever and um, we can open up and we can talk about anything. And once you've done it once, then you need to do it more and you need to um, get in touch with some radio stations as well um, and get on there 
And yeah. the more you talk about your writing, the more confident you get, um, the more uh, sales hopefully you get if you uh, um, have a book. Yeah, fingers crossed. If you have a book that, um, that um, oh, it's so bright, I've got the sun right in my eye. If you have a book that uh, someone likes the sound of, then of course they're going mm. to go and uh, look it up. But um, if people don't know you and never seen you, never heard of you, never seen the cover of your book before, don't know nothing about your books, you're not going to get sales. The only way you're going to no. get sales is to put yourself out there. And you took the first step today. So well done, Michelle. Thank you. <laughs> I've also done um like I've done like um like novel planners and series planners as well, like to help like other writers like plan out their book. I've done a few of those as well, like in different colours, and it's got like character sheets in it and chapter sheets and all the stuff that I use to plan my book. And so you, sell, well. you sell them? You sell them on Amazon for for authors? Yeah. Yeah, oh, wow. green, purple, yellow, red. Well, what did that idea yeah. come from? When did uh, um, you start that? Well, I started it uh, a couple of months ago because oh, I was planning my book. Yeah, no, I was planning my book and I kept having to keep looking for my different files to the different bits of information that I needed and I just wanted it all in one place. It's like, I'm sure I'm not, I can't be the, the only one that has it like everywhere. <laughs> so I thought it would be like really good if I could just have it in one space. <laughs> so you're, you're, a, you're a planner then. I'm a pantser myself. The only thing I would ever, ever have to write down is if a character has a certain motorbike, I'd have to remember mm. what motorbike he was riding. If um, a character is uh, working somewhere, I'd have to remember the name of that. Yeah. Other than that, the whole story, the plot, the the scenes, I just stay in my head until I write them down. There's no yeah. planning. I wish at all. my book would work like that. Like I'd get an idea, but by the time I got a pen and paper out to write it down, it's gone. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, when I first started, all my all my novels, especially the Outlaw series, which is about outlaw motorcycle clubs, they all came from nightmares. And so, as soon as I woke up from it, down came you know the the uh, yeah. ideas and the scenes and everything. Do your characters talk to you? Um, occasionally, yeah. Do you listen to yeah, them. Straying from the straying from the from the plot, and I'm like, no, 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 you're going the wrong way. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yes. And then I surprise myself because, like, there'll be a scene. I'm like, ha, did not see that coming. <laughs> yeah. This is this is exactly. Uh, you you're not going mad. You're not you're not going schizo or anything. Um, this is normal for us writers to to yep. have our characters telling us where we've gone wrong and where we need to go and what scene they need to be in next and new characters jumping in and saying, hi, uh, you need to add me, you know, <laughs> you need me yeah. in the story. So, uh, but it's good to listen to them because they're taking you in the right direction. It's yeah. when you don't listen to them that you're 
your the the story will be flat basically. Um, there's there's always a, a pathway, mm. and you might get to an edge of a cliff, and the, you've got no way of jumping over that cliff. And I'm talking now as writer's block. What do you do when you get to that cliff, Michelle? What do you do to get over it? Well, well, when I get stuck, I either listen to some music and change the music over to something that fits the scene, um, or I go for a walk, um, I top up on my coffee, because um, coffee always helps. <laughs> bit of chocolate <laughs> and um and then just do a bit of free writing and see what see what happens that's it um, that's pro prompts I love prompts I get three random words off my readers of my fans on Facebook and I write a flash fiction using those three words mm. and that gets the creative juices flowing again and when that's done yeah. I've got an extra story for my collection later on and I can then go back to my novel and get to, get over that cliff, whether I fly yeah. or jump. But uh, I look at my layout as well, see what I've written and I know like um, like the conflict and the goals already on there. Then I think, oh, right, now I'm just doing the reaction and the solution part of the story. And it gives me an idea of which direction to go in. Another thing, another thing if you're really, really stuck on a, a scene, leave it and jump over to another scene that you already know is going to happen that uh, another idea. conflict or something that you know is already plotted in your plotting planner mm. book and then work on that and then later go back to the other one um yeah i don't believe in writer's block i think you just you just get stop you stop at that cliff and you just need to get over that cliff. And there, mm. you, every every writer has their own way of doing it. Um, some just uh, throw the book away and forget about it, and then pick it up ten years later. Others, as you and me, mm. we know yeah. what works for us to to get yeah. over that cliff and, and carry on with the the novel. So, with Nanorama, of course, you've got one month to write a book from scratch to finish. If it wasn't Nanorama, how long would it take you to normally write a book? Um, my last book took me a month. Um, but I have had previous books that have taken me a year to write. So it really varies. A whole <laughs> motivation. Uh, a month <laughs> of like what you're doing now, 60,000 words. Yeah. Wow. That is so fast. Yeah. Oh, a month, a month and a week. <laughs> <laughs> like she's got it on a calendar like that. <laughs> I, I think the, the the quickest book I wrote was Lawless Justice, which is around about three hundred and fifty pages, and that took me six months for the first draft. Yes. It takes it takes time, doesn't it? Like, got to work out where it's going and stuff. And just... Do you work? Do you have a job as well, Michelle? No, no. So you um, are at home, so you have the time yeah. to write. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, in between, like, um, like housework and 
sorting my kids out because three kids don't always play together very nicely. <laughs> How old was the ages of them? Well, my oldest is 12 and my middle child is nine and my youngest is eight. All oh, right, they're quite close together in ages. Yeah. What, what term are the girls and boys? Yeah, my youngest is a boy. My two older older ones are both girls. Calories ah, <laughs> so, and Spencer. Oh, lovely. Mine's uh, 12 uh, is Alexia. She has two books published already. And she had the first illustrated children's book published when she was seven. Um, then oh. it was 10 for the second. And it's actually a trilogy, so she needs to work uh, next summer on uh, the third and final book. She's really into animation. She loves animation. Oh, cool. Yeah. Natasha used to like writing. She's just gone off it now since she went to high school. Now she's written a poem, but she's had a poem published in a school book, um, like part of the competition thing. Mm -hmm. And she's had a, um, a not a novella, novette. I think a novella is shorter than a novella. Yeah, novella. Yeah, a, sh a short novella. Well, long, uh, long short story. Ah, between those lines. <laughs> <laughs> And and she, she's had published that published. Yeah, I've published that for her. Oh, wonderful. And curse. So, so she's the published author as well. It's, it's a quite, it's a proud moment when your children take after you, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I say she's not interested in writing no more because she does so much writing in high school. She's like, I don't want to write. <laughs> yeah, no, no I, can, I can imagine. But you never know, she might pick it up again once she's finished. You never know. Yeah, know. When when people are artists, when they have a talent for writing, that's not the only talent. Never is. There's always something else that they're good at, but they don't um, feed it like they do with the writing. So, yeah. Michelle, what is your hidden talent? Oh, no. Um. I used to be pretty good at poetry, although I've not written a poem in years, years and years and years. But, but I used to be really good at writing poems. What about um, singing, music, um, <laughs> instruments? I sing like a spoiled cat. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, what about drawing? <laughs> Illustrations? Uh, uh, painting. I used to paint, but not really. I was never really any good. I looked like a child on it. <laughs> um, but no, like writing's always been my thing, whether it's poetry or stories. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can cool. bake. I'm a fair baker. I'd, I, I can yeah, bake a bit. That's, that's craft. Why not? You're an artist. You're baking. You're designing a cake. Why not? <laughs> It's all art. <laughs> so um, you said you had four in the oven and we're talking about the children's book, the NaNoWriMo book. What are the other two books that you're working on, you're editing? Um, and they're both thrillers. Um, they're all thrillers. Um, got, see, Unleashed is what I'm writing now. 
Um, got to try and think of that title because it was a working title. The Last Gift, so another thriller. Um, that's in like line edit stage. Um, and the feathered accomplice is in like um, in line edit stages as well. Are you are you hiring an editor or are you just doing it yourself? Doing it myself, but it takes about three months of me not even looking at it to see all the mistakes. <laughs> Otherwise, you, it's too fresh in my head. Did you teach yourself like with books and courses and webinars yeah. and what have you how to become an editor? Yeah, and I got the um, the copy editors. I can't remember what it's called, but I've got an editing copy you editing. Got a, book you got a certificate to say that you're yeah, yeah. you're a, a nice Ed, editors are like uh, they're worth their weight in gold because hmm. I have a love and hate relationship with my editors because um, I love that they see the book differently to how I see it and so they can mm. find all the plot holes yeah. and the inconsistencies and all the stuff that I've missed out and uh, and and put their uh, suggestions down and and what have you and I hate it when I get the manuscript back and it's mm. covered with the red lines yeah. and you look at it and you're like I'm never going to get through this I'm never going to be able to and then when you see what these red lines are and what they're saying and how the story starts to it's like you're the storyteller and the editor is polishing yeah. off the book is the writer and it brings the storyteller and the writer together and you end up with an amazing book with that collaboration but uh, yeah worth their yeah. weight in gold editors absolutely amazing don't know what I'd do without them so um, yeah, you, um you... to my book, it's been sitting there for about um for about a year, <laughs> so it's really new. So that I can see absolutely everything. So like I said, and, and if it's if I do it straight away, and it's still too fresh in my head, and I miss a lot of errors, so like I have to keep giving it a few months, to like six months to a year to before Forget I go back and have another look. And then yeah. when you open you, it opens your eye, things jump out off the page. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do that with my second draft, but I still miss too much because I'm not an editor and I don't know, you know, the rules of what editors look mm. for. I'm, I'm learning, but I still rely on my editor. <laughs> so with everything that's going on with your own <laughs> books, I mean, do you edit other people's? Um, occasionally, I've. Obviously, I've not been, I don't get many um, requests, but I did about a few months ago. But do you put yourself uh, out there the as an story. editor? Yeah. You do? I was going to say, because if people, people don't know or, that you do it, then. Do I get my degree? They don't really want to know. Hmm. Till you get your. Okay, degree. Um, are you going to be I'm getting a degree for it are you going to be doing that is that in yeah your plans? yeah I'm going for a course. yeah wonderful that's excellent yeah. 
hopefully that'll help as well. Yeah. You get some clients yeah. So you're you're you. I mean, you're learning, you're learning new skills, and it's going to help your writing to start with. Plus, you'll yeah. be earning um, what you don't make on book sales. You'll be earning as an editor. So that's that's really cool. Yeah. So working towards trying to. Um, I eventually want to have my own publishing company. So no, that's a Why goal to, I'm working towards as well. Why not? Why not? There's nothing stopping you. Um, my editor started her own company and um, my books were published through her company. So yeah. it can be it can be done. It can be done. Um, Misha, I want to wish you all the best with uh, all your writing. You've got a lot to, uh, to work on and a lot to of planning to do and uh we'll uh, yeah. <laughs> talk more about getting those books uh on draft digital after um thank you so much for being a guest on behind the pen you're very welcome thank you for having me